So it turns out the government did decide to keep the MIQ system running longer than what it needed to. A memo released by the Official Information Act shows Dr Ashley Bloomfield and Dr Carolyn McElnay agreed in writing MIQ was no longer justified back in November. Despite this, the government did nothing keeping MIQ going for another three and a half months, an extra 40,000 MIQ stays. Travel technology consultant Mike Moore joins me this morning. Mike, are you are you surprised at all by these findings? Hi, Roman. I've got to say the short answer to that will be no. <laughs> um, though, though I think I think that kind of discussion was was in November time and. That was the point, of course, when, when those of us in Auckland were still enjoying our 100-plus days of lockdown. So um, for me, it's not a surprise at all, to be honest with you, I think I think it's just sort of extension of, of the sort of deception that's that's maintained this sort of ongoing climate of fear and control for a terribly long time. Mm, it certainly um, does sound deceptive. I think it's a very good word and apt for this as well. There was a gap of three and a half months between this letter and when MIQ was removed. Some people might not think it's a big deal as MIQ was actually gone now, as you know, but for some people, this would have been hugely hard and would have been hugely affected by this, wouldn't they? Absolutely horrible and horrible timing. I mean, and, this, and let's remember this is not just an expat issue. This is countless of numbers of people who live here, wanted to travel, needed to travel for for business or personal reasons, being forced to to endure that horrible lottery process for another three and a half months with a chance to maybe travel or probably not to travel again to go and see family, etc. I I'm I'm in that club myself. I was hoping that finally after my brother had died in the UK in, in May last year mm. that maybe Christmas would be an opportunity to to go and support his his children who were gonna have their first Christmas without dad. Um and obviously that never happened and, and that's just, you know, that's one small story of very many. So mm, mm. so it's been a very horrible process. Those who haven't had to do it, I don't really think think understand it, but for hundreds of thousands of people this has been a very, very horrible process. I'm very sorry to hear that uh, for your account, Mike, and for everybody listening who was affected by this ridiculous notion that we needed to have MIQ when we didn't. The acting Prime Minister is actually on the Mike Hosking breakfast soon with Tim Dower. So Hipkin said they wanted to wait to get further advice from professors and wanted to, to wait for an extra few months to get more people boosted. What do you make of all of that stuff? Well, I think I think that's that's consistent with a, with a keep you know, keep Auckland locked down, etc., and and kind of just pressurise people to get vaccinated. But it's also consistent with no planning horizons, no definite, no commitments to timelines, um, and that left airlines again. You know, three more months of uncertainty. Should we should we try and put our schedules back? Should we fly to New Zealand? Should we not fly to New Zealand? And here we are now. Everybody does have to travel now paying the price of airfares that are more expensive than I can ever remember them being in and out of New Zealand. It's, a, it's quite extraordinary. Hey, Mike, uh, condolences once again, and thank you for, for joining us here on, um, on Early Edition. Mike Moore, a travel technology consultant. MIQ no longer required since November last year. Watch the sparks fly on this one.